everybody. It's Mark Hope Show. We are in segment two, and uh, Scott, what is the what is the most unusual call that you've ever been on in your all of your years of police work? Obviously, you can't name any names or situations, but I mean, what's what's one of the most like embarrassing things that ever happened? Did anybody ever answer the door naked oh, or whatever? Yeah, that that's happened. <laughs> Several times. Um, you know, I think a lot of times you catch people in uh, bad situations when they're not expecting you. Right, right, right. And, you know, uh, we've come across people having fun in their cars in the parks. and Right. I get that. Yeah, and again, uh, you know, uh, I think the most unusual and the most funniest things involve kids. You know, they think their parents don't know what they're doing. And, of course, the parents do know what they're doing. And. You catch them in some uh, unusual circumstances. I always found the funniest thing was uh, when you go to juvenile parties. And when you got inside, the kids would just run and hide everywhere. And um, you'd find them in the most unusual places, you know, underneath the sink, you know, behind towels. And, you know, and they just thought, you know, they're never going to look here. And, of course... You know, you just open you guys up. always look in the oh, place that they never said oh, you were going to look. Then, you know, you just open the cabinet and go, "Okay, time to get out." What about the domestic violence calls? Uh, I don't Those know. are one of the most dangerous things for you guys to go on, right? Yeah, and you know, the domestic violence laws these days are pretty strict. You know, as far as uh, mandatory arrest and things like that. But uh, yeah, th- they can definitely be dangerous. And the problem is, they want you there to help. But then because of the domestic violence laws, you have to make an arrest. And then when you do make an arrest, they don't want that. They don't want that. They, you know, they just want, uh, they, they, you know, then they start sticking up for the people they were just fighting with and, you know, things like that. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been a, the best adventure of my life in the last 26 years. I mean, you know, a lot of people go to work and they, do the same job day in and day out and police work is just never the same job and uh the same call every day is different one way or another and that's what i've always enjoyed in my time as being a police officer well what about all the you you have a lot of contact risk in the job nowadays right um, what with fentanyl and yeah. AIDS needles and different things like that. I yeah, mean, you know, isn't it isn't it kind of uncomfortable to have to be patting these people down? Yeah, and, it is. It, it, you know, you have to take the safety measures that you know you try to take. But yeah, you know, you come across someone and you have to search them or pat them down, and they have an open needle that's uncapped in their pocket, and you know that. How's his mic volume? Is he close enough? Obviously, becomes uh, you know concern for you and your family and you know so again you just take the precautions that you need to do well i saw a little thing on the internet that said uh there's there's a little penny or whatever and then a little speck of uh fentanyl and that was the amount of fentanyl that would kill you yeah so i think one of the trends we're seeing in law enforcement and not just in law enforcement the society today is they're just mixing these drugs you know mixing fentanyl with heroin mixing fentanyl with methamphetamine. And the problem is, yeah, the user, you know, gets a better high, but it's just too dangerous. And uh, the amount of overdoses that have happened are just climbing like you wouldn't believe. Hundreds of people are just dying every day because it's just too much. Yeah, it's sad. You know, as you know, I worked undercover narcotics for many years. And 
you know, you always think you're going to solve the world and you realize that you're just putting your uh, piece of bubble gum on the dam, uh, trying to cover the leak. And it, you know, it really gave me a different outlook on uh, substance abuse users and, and how hard it is on their families and how hard it is on the substance abuse, uh, abuse users and just how hard it is for these people actually to get off these drugs. And, you know, it's easy to say, well, why don't they just stop? Well, those drugs really do take effect on your body. And it's really, it's just hard for them to get off. And, you know, the things that you see them do to their family, steal things from their family and clean out their bank accounts and lie to them. And you know, I, my, my heart really goes out to the families that stick by their, their loved ones and, and until they get better. And then eventually have to turn their back on them because that's the only thing you can do. Right. You're, you really do have to let them hit rock bottom and, and kind of suffer for themselves until they want to get better. And you see a lot of that rock bottom. Absolutely. Every night. Yeah. yeah what absolutely. about all the bums and people that are sleeping outside? And Well, we like to say persons experiencing homelessness, not bums, but um, it's just the amount of people experiencing homelessness is just raised like you wouldn't believe. I would say probably 50% of the calls that we go on are um, suspicious people calls and things, and it's just people that are camping out. Um, begging for money, things like that. And we've just some, seen such a rise in that, and not just in my, uh, the community I work in, but just in general in the metro area. And it's just amazing to me how, I mean, somehow we got to get resources for these people. And and, and again, it's, it's something that, you know, you see people that are truly homeless um, and that need help and that want the resources and want the help. And you see some people that just want, you know, more money for drugs or more money to get a hotel room. And, and that's true, too. I yeah. mean, they, they, some of them like it. Absolutely. What's going on? Absolutely. Yeah. Again, they just haven't hit that rock bottom and, and they just. They don't want somebody to tell them not to have drugs right. or don't do drugs or whatever. Right. But you get really familiar with some of the folks, too, out on the beat, right? Absolutely. You get to know them on a first Who you kind of know. Hey, Jenny, sure. how are you doing? Sure. First name basis and. Uh, and you, you kind of start to build a little bit of a relationship, even though it's still a police officer contact relationship. You, you, you know, I've seen officers pay for motel rooms. Sure. I've seen officers, you know, take right out of their own wallet or give but them then, their lunch. Then, then they die. Right, right. And so then you're like, hey, where's old Joe? Right, right. Oh, he died. And that's got to kind of hit, you know, because that's your, you know, people that you see out on the beat, not sure. on the street. And sure. Do cops ever walk a beat anymore? Yeah, we do. We do a lot of foot patrols, especially on the, the pathways, the bikeways and things like that. Yeah. Uh, kind of depends on the officer. But, yeah, we encourage officers to get out in the neighborhoods and just talk to people mowing their lawns or, you know, I mean, let's face it, we work for the community. Right. Hey, Jeff Myers. How you guys doing? Mark Hope for the Mark Hope Show. How are you doing? How are you doing, guys? I'm so glad that you... Uh... Gave me an opportunity to come on. We just like to thank Action Computers for being such a great sponsor of the show and of the of our listeners. And uh, we just kind of wanted to call and see, uh, you know, what kind of things you got going down at the shop. You've got a bunch of deals for the listeners. I do, and and I want to start off by saying thank you for having me. And I mean, you guys are all all three of you guys are just awesome. Mark, thank you for everything you do, and. Scott, amazing stories, and you know, I know just in talking to you personally, I mean, just gosh, you're you're so just such an empowering story, and 
um, I'm, I'm so glad that so glad that you were able to get through all that. Thanks, and, um, it was a little different kind of a show tonight, but I think it was good. I think it was good. Oh, and I, and I'm so fortunate to be a part of it. Thank you so much, guys. But yeah, down at the store, you mentioned earlier, boy, things are going crazy. And we really, uh, back to school time for us was, was uh, pretty, pretty fun. We sold a lot of computers and we had a lot of people that were getting really good deals. And, uh, you know, when you're a place that sells computers for, you know, starting at a hundred dollars and, you know, sometimes up to 50 to 75% off of retail. I mean, it's, it's a pretty good deal. People really know where to save some money. I mean, it's, it's a pretty crazy thing, right, Jeff? I mean, there's, there's like a hundred computers that come from the factory refurbishment facility a day. And then you run out of computers sometimes during the day, right? it actually happened. Yeah. It's, it's happened a couple of times and, uh, you know, they, they, they sell faster than we can make them sometimes. And we, we, we just went through that. Now we're getting some, some nice new ones in. In fact, uh, Mark Hope show listeners, they get special deals on certain computers and I got a couple of those now and we just refueled, you know, we just got some new ones in. So yeah, we, we really do, uh, and sell you, a lot and of you, things. they can, they can get Macs and, MacBooks and iMacs and all that stuff too, right? All that stuff. Yeah, we have Apple computers starting at, you know, usually a hundred, hundred ninety nine dollars. We have iMacs for an sometimes, Apple. You know, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for Apple an Apple computers. Yep, computers. The kind that that's in the mall thousand. that's twenty four hundred dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have to wait in line really? to get, and sometimes you can't get. You can get them for a couple hundred dollars at action. So it's it's an amazing deal, and you know, people really love to save that money. And uh, what about the service department? You, you you guys are still doing a good job with fixing the people's computers. And how many of those do you do a day? 60 or 70 computers a day you do? Yep. Yeah, I mean, we, we service a lot of computers. In fact, uh, just a couple of days ago, I had a, a customer that was in that she uh, took her stuff into Geek Squad and they kind of ran her around a little bit. She came into us really frustrated and we were able to talk to her a little bit. And she, boy, she left with a, a really different experience. And uh, she actually was on the phone in our store talking, talking to Geek Squad and telling them, you know, why don't you know the things that these guys know? Long time customer. Oh, wow. She, she just, she had a warranty with them and she said, you know what? Forget the warranty. I'm going to pay you guys to do it and I'm never going to buy something from them again. So really amazing story. And that happens yeah. probably. I mean, I can't even count the number of times, a hundred times a month. I mean, people come to us and they know right. they're getting good service. And Well, like, and if they have these viruses that happen, I mean, you can fix their computers and alleviate the virus. I can't believe how many computers we get in with viruses, parasites, and, uh, you know, we, we see it a lot. And, and, you know, you think you think a lot of people would know the scams. You know, you think people would know that when – you know, the FBI calls your, your home phone, you, you say, okay, maybe this isn't true, but you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't know what to look for. And, you know, I mean, it's, but a lot of times it's a random click on an email that you oh, didn't yeah. really mean to do, right? It's, it's gotten me too. I mean, I've, I've been there. But what should the people do after they, after they do the click, what, what should they, they bring their computer in and turn it off, turn it off, fix it? bring it in. Yep. Cause you know, you have, okay. you have one thing, you, you may have 10 things and, and those things can grow. And, you know, we, the, the worst thing that could happen is we, we don't want your data to be at risk. 
So what we do is we, you know, we make sure that everything's safe. We'll remove all that stuff. And, you know, that way you can sleep at night, not worrying that somebody's going to take your stuff or, you know, do anything that we don't want them to do. Cause boy, that that's scary. And then you can put on some software that'll alleviate that problem too. Right? We, we can, yeah. We load some antivirus software that's going to keep it clean. That's going to get everything, you know, uh, we're going to clean it up first, but then, yeah, it's, it's going to be a preventative type of software where, yeah, you don't have to worry. So that way next time it'll, it'll block it. Exactly. Still got to be careful. So they don't have online. that problem again. Still got to be careful online, but yeah, I mean, you, you want to, you know, you want to pr- keep yourself protected and we only recommend programs we use. And, uh, I, I run what we recommend on my computers and it's, it's the best that you can get. Well, that sounds great, Jeff. Well, listen, I just want to tell you, really appreciate all of your support for the show and, and all the tremendous work that you do with the Mark Hope Charities. And, you know, I know you guys are always really, really, you know, in there supporting the charities that, that need help with their computer stuff. And, I, you know, especially the disadvantaged kids that need computers given to them. And, and that is a big thing in the community that, that more people should know that Action Computers is doing good things out there. And I really want to just commend you for, for all of that good work. Well, thank you. And thank you for so, everything you guys too do, uh, do as well. I mean, like I said, you guys, you got, I mean, wonderful night. I mean, just amazing stories and, you know, everything you guys have talked about, about, you know, why we're here and uh, boy, it's just, it's, it's, it's a great story. Uh, we're, we're fortunate to be able to listen to your show. All right, buddy. Well, listen, can we call you next week on Monday when we have the show and get a special deal for the listeners? Call me. Do the Facebook Live? Call me next week. I got some really good specials for the Facebook listeners. We're going to do a service ad, and we're actually going to have a Mark Hope special that only Mark Hope uh, show listeners can get. It's uh, it's a computer that, that is going to be get a big discount. So, yeah, you guys feel free to call me. I'm, I'm happy to get you a deal. All right, buddy. Well, listen, thanks for all you do. Hey, thank you, guys. Thanks for what you do. Take care. All right. Take care. Tony, Mark at the Mark Hope Show, back at you. We just wanted to kind of talk to you a little bit more about the work that you're doing in the Denver area. Now, what what areas do you service? Do you go anywhere to to help people with their home stuff? Yeah, I go all over. Uh, Castle Rock, Highlands Ranch, all the way up Boulder, Broomfield, um, Lafayette, Louisville, Thornton. Now you'll do a you'll do a smaller job as well as maybe even a whole basement refinishing or even a whole house remodel for a realtor that wants to flip a house or something, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, small projects consisting of tile painting wood floors, uh, any sort of custom, you know, built-ins, fireplace mantles, um, kitchen cabinets, you know, people want to change out their kitchen cabinets, all the way up to framing out basements, uh, additions. That sounds awesome, man. So, uh, Pretty much anybody that needs anything, they can just call you and you'll get it done. Yeah, it's, uh, 25 years in the business. Uh, I've seen and pretty much have been through 
every aspect of the construction field. And, um, there's not much that I can't do and the things that I can't do, I have connections here as well as those people. So I come with a good team and bring delivering a quality product. And that's really the big, that's really the big focus with you guys at wall to wall, right? Is, you know, you show up when you say you're going to show up. Um, seven days a week. I was listening to the podcast and I know we're supposed to balance it out a little bit more. Right, Um, right, right, right. Really hard on growing my business name out here. So just doing the, the little things going the extra mile. uh, But the most frustrating thing is when you have a contractor that won't show up. Oh, absolutely. They'll tell you two weeks and I'll get you a bid two weeks from now. It's like, I'll get you a bid tonight and, we can get going if you like the numbers. (laughs) But if you say you're going to come out there, I mean, you come out there. Absolutely. Yeah. And I got a fairly fast response rate. Um, I'm usually within 30 minutes. If I missed your phone call, I return phone call. But I mean, you're not going to, you know, a lot of people that run into problems that I know have contractors that come in and they start the job and they, you know, whatever they take, a third of the money and then they don't show up for two or three weeks. And then the homeowners are, are just kind of left in the lurch by these people and they won't call them back. And that's the difference at wall to wall, right? If people call you, answer your phone and they don't have to worry about the professionalism and you guys really getting in there and taking care of things. Right. Yeah. I mean, we stand by integrity for sure. Um, I think that's one of the most important business practices you can have is, delivering on your words there are a lot of people that don't do that unfortunately in this business climate with the growth being the way it is there's so many contractors out there that you know people can get a little bit lazy and still get work you know and that's frustrating i mean i think uh part of the issue as well is um a lot of companies started up with people that have no idea how to do this stuff. They just started a business and they go on Craigslist and they find workers. So a lot of these people that are, you know, signing contracts, they're not the ones that are actually doing the work. They're subbing out the work to other people. And who may not be so good. Yeah. And then when those people don't show up, they're left like, Oh man, I don't have anybody. I see it so often out here that there's a lot of companies with all of this work, but yet they have no workers, which signifies to me, I mean, I stay pretty busy um, and I never take on more than what I can handle because there's enough work for all of us to go around. And if you don't have workers, you shouldn't be signing the contracts. Well, because your word is important, unlike a lot of these other guys. I mean, your word means something to you because most of your business is word of mouth and referrals, right? It's hard to get a hold of you otherwise. It's, uh, yeah, it's a selective, you know, group that I and then, prefer to deal with. And, you know, it's not all money is good money. Uh, I don't just take jobs because it's lucrative if there's you know, something I missed in there and I don't feel right about it, then I won't do it. 
or if there's something that I can't do, I know I said earlier and people couldn't hear, but, uh, you know, earlier in my career, there was a lot of times that I would say, yeah, I could do it. And, you know, I had to learn real quick on how to do it or call for help. So you see a lot of that going on as well. Guys that are taking on work and I, I get it. We all have to start somewhere. So I, I'm just past that phase and now I'm, I'm just really geared towards delivering quality products. And, you know, I just feel like the market is Well, that's the reason that I feel comfortable with wall-to-wall is because I know it's going to be done right. I've had, you know, in the past before you guys came along, I mean, there's been people that work on my stuff and it's like they screw it all up and then I have to hire somebody else to fix it. I mean, it is so frustrating when you, you know, get burned by one of these people that really doesn't know what they're doing. I I would say to help uh, realtors, people like yourself uh, and other investors and just regular homeowners, you can tell a lot about a contractor, um, A, by the way they present themselves when they show up to your home. And I know... Uh, people could put on a good look, but really the way they carry themselves and they explain the details of the project. If you don't get a lot of detail out of what the person's going to be doing for you, that's be a red flag. Hey, Tony, could you could you mention your phone number again, real quick? Yeah, the number two wall to wall home renovations LLC, and my phone number is seven two zero. Four eight seven zero zero three three. And big or small, you handle it all. Yeah, we do it all at wall to wall. You've yeah. done a lot of really expensive homes in in Aspen too, right? Yeah, um, I would love to, uh, you know, do some some higher end quality work up there. Do some built ins. Because that's really your specialty is the handcrafted stuff. A lot of people think, you know, you do all the construction work and you get all that stuff done and you do a great job for everybody, but you also do highly artistic detail work and a lot of artistic type stuff too, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Uh, I, I needed something. You're a master cabinet maker. To grow to, I guess, feed my passion in this industry and stick framing and hanging drywall is, it's good and it, it helps pay bills. However, it's not something I'm extremely passionate about, like the woodworking. I've seen some of your bookshelves before, and it's just something like out of the the 18th century Victorian homes, just beautiful built-in stuff. I, I do promise myself. I mean, that's, that takes real talent. On, uh, you know, the custom built-in stuff and the woodworking, um, I guess, when I get to be a ripe old age, my my dream is to be my own furniture maker and just master craftsman cool. at uh, building precision pieces for people and turning uh, the art ability. I got a natural gift of artistic talent. I recently posted something on Reddit and received 7,200 likes, and it blew me away. I was like, wow, this is just lines on a paper to me. And so many people commented, over 160 comments, 
of how like well that was done by him. Some people said, well, I can't even do that with you know the 3D CAD program. So I, I really uh, use that to my advantage, and I provide renderings to my clients um, so they can see what the project's going to look like. I think that really helps, but, you know, you have somebody who's creative and can, you know, visualize that stuff for the customer and say, you know, the customer says, I want this. And then you say, well, have you considered this? And it's a game changer. Absolutely. There's, I believe, just a lot of wasted space in our homes. Uh, There's cavity in between studs that we could put bookshelves in. I recently did that in Highlands Ranch for one of my clients. Um, You shouldn't have, you know, if you're spending a half a million dollars on a property, you shouldn't have to go out to the store to buy. Well, that's a really good point because a lot of the homes in Denver are that expensive. Just come featured in. Nowadays. I mean, if you've got a lot of homes in Denver are that expensive, that's the average price of a home. So if you're going to have that valuable of an asset, we should have somebody yeah, like wall to wall taking care of everything. Well, I, I I just think if you're spending you know a half a million to three quarters of a million dollars on a property, you shouldn't get a drywall, yeah, fireplace mantle. You know, you should have some features built into your home. Well, and not only that, but numbers. I mean, if you do a nice remodel in your bathroom, that's great. But if the guys don't do it right and it leaks down into the dining room, you know, how far are you ahead now that you went cheap on some Craigslist guy that didn't show up and finish the job? And, you know, the the actual under part of the tile, they didn't put the cement board down like, you know, some quality craftsman would do and it doesn't last the way it should and then you've got a big problem you got to rip it all out right i'm a firm yeah you're spending uh, good money after bad i'm a firm believer and you get what you pay for um there's a reason why mercedes cost you know what it costs and toyota cost what it costs they're both reliable vehicles but there's got to be a reason why one costs more than the other well, and I found wall to wall to be, you, get you know, you pay for. not the most expensive around, but very high quality. And that's really kind of where you guys position yourselves, right? High quality and, and affordable for people that want good work done. Well, we also offer military discounts, um, disabled vets. I was going to chime in on, you know, for Scott. You know, my services, you know, police officers. See, that's great. I love that. We do the same thing in a lot of my businesses. Um, you know, we like to give back to the community as well. So any of you cops out there that need stuff done on your houses, remember, wall get... to wall, we'll, we'll take care of it for you, except for a couple of you guys I know who are, you know, too, a little too cheap. <laughs> you know who you are. Scott has a question for Tony. Go ahead. Hey, Tony. Uh, I just had a quick question. I think uh, I've always wanted to know, and the listeners, I think, would uh, since uh, Wall to Wall is so uh, honest and their integrity is so high, obviously, you're on the Mark Koch show. So um, my question would be, when you get a contractor come in, how do you know how much money? You know, sometimes they just want the materials. I've had them say, I want all the money. Sometimes they want half. 
I'm just curious, where is like the danger zone where you say something ain't right here? Um, you know, I should only be putting half down or what, what is the proper? That's amount? a good question. Uh, usually your smaller projects, if you're having me come in and we're going to do, you know, like a painting, I'm going to paint your living room and dining room. Then usually I'm just going to charge you for material cost up front. Um, so that'll probably be 25%. If we get into larger projects that are going to run into multiple weeks, then usually you cut those into thirds. And then there are times that you just do a 50-50. However, you should never give anybody more than 50% of the project up front. And you should never sign or uh, not do a project unless you have signed a contract with that person that not only protects you know, the contractor, but it protects you as a client. That way, that's, that's good advice. Yeah, set, very much so. You know, we're we're set in stone on when this is starting. You know, if there's a change order in between, then obviously that changes scheduling. However, you should have a set a number of days, and then you yourself can kind of calculate. Okay, it's he said it's going to take them 14 days, and the project's you know ten thousand dollars, and he asked for you know, 5,000 up front. Well, he just asked for seven days of payment from you. And he hasn't produced anything yet. So you can kind of gauge it that I, way. I, I think like that's really good advice. How much project did he want up front? And then, you know, what, what is he providing you? So I hope that answers. No, I think that's really good advice. And no, it does. And I think that's really good advice to protect the listeners and, just so happens to be that I'm in the business for a remodel real quick on a basement bathroom. So I'll probably be giving wall to wall a quick call. So yeah, I'll be talking absolutely. to you soon, hopefully. Absolutely. All right. Hey, we're running into a time crunch here. So Tony, we are definitely going to have you back on the show. We'd like to hear some more, you know, guidelines and tips, some interesting stories about some jobs that you're doing. But um, if anybody can use a really good contractor, Tony is is ready and, and, and able to handle all of your needs. And again, we'll have it in the show notes and reach out to Tony. And Tony, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate you. I appreciate you having me, Mark. Thank you very much. Uh, talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Thanks, Scott. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, great show. I just, it was, what a great show. Scott, thank you so much for your heartfelt stories and, and just really sharing all of, all of your challenges and your, and your, your triumphs with us. Really, really appreciate you being on the show and we hope to have you back again and we'll ask you some more questions and, and get some more insight to, to what really what's going on in your life. Absolutely. My pleasure tonight, Mark. Thanks for having me on. It was such a joy. Hey, don't forget, like and subscribe us on iTunes or Google Play. And you can follow the YouTube channel, like us and subscribe us there and uh, wherever else we end up, because it's your show. And if nobody's told you they loved you today, I love you. And there isn't a damn thing you can do about it.